0: Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you today? Pretty good. Um, enjoying a lovely rainstorm outside. Mm-hmm. So, a couple things I wanted to jump into this morning. Uh, we do have Tavish coming up later on this afternoon. Looking forward to sitting down with him. Always a pleasure to sit down and get his take on on things and get his opposing point of view, shall we say? As he says, we can agree to disagree. So it's always good to have him around. So looking forward to talking to him today. We're going to talk some I think we're probably going to talk some police statistics. We're going to talk what's going on in New York with the NYPD. We're going to talk Atlanta. And now, sadly, what's being done with police officers, families. So, you know, we're, we're going to get into a little bit of that this afternoon. So anyway, that's coming up later on today. So I wanted to talk this morning because we um, we like to talk about space here. Because we think that that's the direction that humanity needs to be moving, not what we're seeing with all this crap about, you know, viruses and keeping society shut down and all that stuff. That, that's a regressive idea. That's not progress. We need to move ahead as a species. We need to move ahead as a civilization, not backwards. Those people want to drag us back to the Stone Ages. So we, we don't want to go that way. We want to move ahead. We want to break out of this. We, we want to get out of this this old way of thinking when it comes to, you know, wars and and government suppression and all that stuff. We're, we're trying to get away from that. Right. That, that's that's what it all comes down to. We're trying to get out of that, not just as a nation, but as a as a human species. We're trying to get out of that. We're trying to break away from that. So that, that's the struggle you're seeing now, basically. But, you know, side issue. OK, so we've got companies now that are planning space tourism flights in high altitude balloons. Isn't this kind of what? um Felix Baumgartner did with the, um, uh, the the thing when he jumped out of the uh, the capsule uh, a couple of years ago. Isn't, isn't that kind of what this is? He took the balloon all the way up to, I think, was it like, um, was it 80,000 80, feet he did it?
1: That's a good question. Let's look.
0: Anyway, while you're looking that up, researchers, armchair astronauts, and even brides and grooms looking for an out-of-this-world wedding experience will be able to celebrate, collect data, or simply enjoy the view from an altitude of 100,000 feet in a balloon-borne pressurized cabin. Complete with a bar and a restroom, a space startup company announced on Thursday. Spaceship Neptune, operated by a company called Space Perspective from leased facilities at NASA's Kennedy Space Center, will carry eight passengers at a time on a six hour flight. The passenger cabin, lifted by a huge hydrogen filled balloon, will climb at a sedate 12 miles per hour to an altitude of about 30 miles high. That will be followed by a slow descent to splashdown in the Atlantic Ocean where recovery ship will be standing by to secure the cabin and crew. Uh Test flights carrying scientific research payloads are expected to begin in 2021. So next uh, six. OK, so six months from now, the first flights carrying passengers are expected within the next three and a half years with piloted test flights before that. So did you find the altitude he was at? Yes, uh one hundred and twenty eight thousand one hundred feet. Wow. OK, so that's yeah, all right. Wow, that's 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 high. Boy, what would happen if that balloon would pop? I <laughs> mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know about that one. But anyway, uh, while the company initially will operate out of Florida spaceport, the system could be launched from multiple sites around the world, with Hawaii and Alaska uh, being near term possibilities. Ticket prices for crewed flights have not yet been set, but the company official said on Thursday the initial cost will probably be in the neighborhood of one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per passenger. That's about what half of space tourists can expect to pay expect to pay for the suborbital flights aboard the rocket powered space planes like those being developed by Virgin Galactic which are designed to reach altitudes of more than 50 miles. Spaceship Neptune will fly well under the altitude and passengers will not experience weightlessness, but they will still be above 99% of the Earth's atmosphere, nearly twice as high as the supersonic Concorde once flew which I've been in a Concorde. That's um, yeah, that's that's quite an experience. And unlike the shorter suborbital rocket flights that only spend a few minutes at the top of their trajectory, Neptune passengers will enjoy two hours at peak altitude, taking in a view through the large wraparound windows. So what do you think about this, Bruce? Would you take one of these? Um,
1: yeah, you know, I might take one. Honestly, I would be more interested in uh, taking an actual rocket flight, you know, to experience the 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 G force and everything. But Sure. Yeah, I, I would take one. Sure.
0: I don't know. I mean, I know they've got like fail safes and stuff. But like I said, what happens if that balloon pops? You know, you're at one hundred and uh, hundred and what would they say? One hundred and twenty thousand. No, Wait, you're at one hundred thousand feet. You're 30 miles up and that balloon pops. Is there like a parachute or something?
1: Sure. Yeah, there would, there would be a high altitude parachute and then a low altitude parachute. High altitude probably to slow it down. Yeah, because it's like what we have with our our um, capsules and whatnot. Oh,
0: still, I don't know, man. That's uh, that, that's not for me. So anyway, I would take I would be more inclined to take one of the uh, the flights, you know, like the uh, the suborbital flights. I, I would be more inclined to take one of those because I mean, example, if I can get from where I am back to the States in 20 minutes, I'm taking it. You know, I, I'm, t- I'm taking that. Yeah. Because as it sits right now, you look at layovers, transfers time difference and everything, you're looking, which, you know, there's no way of getting around jet lag, but if you're, if you're looking at flight time and all that stuff, you're talking sometimes in, in some cases, you're talking like, uh, 12 to 16 hours. And it's just, man, that's just too much. That, that's too much. That includes layovers. If you've got a layover. sometimes layovers can be even longer if you're taking trans or transatlantic flights. So I would take one of these suborbital flights before I would take a damn balloon. That's just me. But anyway, all right. So what do you
1: have this morning? Hmm. Well, uh, you know how global warming is such a big deal right now, right? And how it's mm-hmm, going to destroy mm-hmm. us all if COVID doesn't do it or the rioters right. don't do it first. Right. Or excuse me, racism doesn't do it to us first. Well, the Sahara Desert, there has been a lot of dust that has been blown over from there. You know, it. it I mean, it happens all the time, right? This is, this is not uncommon. And when the winds are favorable, it can actually travel uh, the 5,000 miles needed. To get to Texas and or, you know, the, the southern part of uh, the United States. And uh, apparently what's happening is this dust as it's in the atmosphere is causing temperatures to rise in the atmosphere, but then ocean temperatures to drop. And what's happening is, is it's quelling hurricanes and, and causing them to, you know, die off. The um, the extreme storms that we see. Hang on. Is actually on. Um, the, the man-made hurricanes. The man-made yes hurricane. yes yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you, you you know how scientists were telling us that um, you know as atmospheric temperatures rise this is going to cause more um, devastating and more unpredictable uh weather uh, to uh-huh. occur and uh-huh. the, this is causing exactly that it's causing the atmosphere temperature to rise because you know uh, the dust is able to to uh, catch the sun rays and and you know teats it up that causes the atmosphere to heat up and the ocean is cooling at the same time so yeah uh it it, it's supposed to according to them not only would it kill off all life in the ocean because it's cooling right but the increased heat would cause these crazy storms but nope that's not what we're seeing at all it's it's doing the opposite so what you're saying is is that the science is not settled is that what you're saying Yeah, I'm saying there's a lot more that goes on on this planet than we can predict or know about or have really observed. And, you know, climate change is really not necessarily man-made. There's naturally occurring... Uh, climate change. And also the sun has a huge effect on our climate change. Go figure. That big ball in the sky that emits millions of degrees of Fahrenheit of temperatures and large amounts of energy. Wow. That causes global warming. Man, never would have thought.
0: You know, it kind of makes me wonder um, how, how they're going to continue this narrative. They're, they're going to have to do a narrative shift because man-made climate change was taking too long right all that climate change stuff that was taking too long they shifted to covid now everything's shifted from that to now everything is 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 racism you you notice that so it's mm-hmm. it's one to the other to the other so it's it's a swinging pendulum of extremes so they're jumping from one to the next before any type of resistance can build and any type of counter can build to that, they're jumping to the next extreme. Like, the climate change thing. Do you remember the Extinction Rebellion? All those crazies, right? All, all those yeah. those lunatics that were out there, like, gluing themselves to, like, cars and hospital floors mm-hmm, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Like, you yeah. idiot. You're gluing yourself to a train. Like, you're gluing yourself mm-hmm. to a train car. Or, or the, to the top of an airliner an or whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like that was taking too long. And it was bringing out all those crazies. And everyone was just like, you know what, just get them out. Right. Just stop all this nonsense. And so people were just going about their lives. Enter COVID. Right. Here comes COVID. All of a sudden, you got all the crazies. Right. All the crazies start coming out. You're going to kill everybody. And you know, you want to open your business. You're a mass murderer and all this. Right. You remember that? So yeah. That happens. OK, that, so they went to another extreme. Then they brought out all the crazies in that. Right. That's fallen apart. So now they've swung over to racism. Now they're just they're pounding the living hell out of that. They're beating that dead horse like crazy, hoping that that's going to be the thing that just breaks society's back. And I don't think it's going to work again. It's turning to the crazies, isn't it? Like It's turning to it's yes. turning into like this uh, this literal cult. It's turning into that. That's what it is. I'm wondering where they're gonna go next with it because they've gone from that extreme to climate change extreme to the pandemic extreme. That fell apart and now they've gone to this other thing. Where are they going next? They're gonna try and swing back to COVID. You notice that, right? Because all that's mm-hmm. all that COVID stuff's in the news. They're gonna try and swing back to that. The Germans are coming out, all oh, there's you know they might have to lock down again. Oh the US is gonna to have to do this. You're gonna to have to wear a mask. Masks don't work. They don't work. I go to I go and I'm out in public every day. I'm around hundreds of people. There's no masks except for the employees. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Stop this. Stop it. Clearly, you just want
1: to kill grandma.
0: (laughs) Look, now's the time. You said it yesterday. Now's the time they start tracking the flu. Right. Now's the time Mm -hmm. they start doing it. And now that they've rebranded everything to covid. Right. Everything's covid now. All of it. So if, if you have Let me see. What what, we got? Winter coming up soon. So here in a few months. So frostbite was a symptom of COVID, right? You you remember they changed Mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. So if you have frostbite, I think another one was like sweaty palms. If you have a headache, that could be COVID. And it's just it's lunacy. It's absolute lunacy. But. Again, they have an indoctrinated population that will believe it. Look, if you've got, for example, if you're a business and you've got employees, you're requiring employees to wear masks and all that stuff. Do you do you realize that by doing that, you you actually like if you do that for your employees, but you don't do that for the patrons of the business, then you're not really doing any good at all. So what does that mean? Does that mean you go and you make one size fits all? No, no, you don't do anything. You don't do anything. You just stop what you're doing because you're being stupid at this point. You're really showing to the populace your level of incompetence. That's what you're doing. You're not saving lives. You're showing the rest of the populace how stupid and inept you really are. If you're a politician, that's what you're doing. So that's weakening confidence. I'm pretty, pretty well convinced of that. North Korea is back in the... Actually, you know what? No, I'm, I'm going to go to more of this uh, political correctness nonsense. You remember political correctness days, Bruce? How simple it was. Yeah.
1: You I know, mean, we all we had to that, worry when about that's was... all we had.
0: Yeah, you know, all we had to worry about were personal pronouns and points of personal privilege Mm -hmm. and and all that stuff. You know, I said all those months ago, I said, don't sleep on these people. I specifically said that. Don't sleep on them because they're going to get crazy. And guess what? They're crazy. Sky. Sky Entertainment, which is on this side of the pond. Sky is essentially it's like... I don't want to say it's like pay-per-view, but it's like an additional TV package that you can take. Uh, it's, it's like movies and and TV series and things like that that are exclusive and on demand whenever you want that, that kind of stuff. So essentially, it's like a Netflix, but it's a lot more expensive. Plus, it's like the sports packages on this side of the pond. It's for what we would consider soccer or football. In America, you have like the NFL network, the MLB network, those types of things, you know, the the baseball packages, the football packages. But over here, you have a choice. You can take Sky, right? Sky is TVs and movies, or it's a sports package, or you can take both. So what have they done now? Some of their movies, Aliens. Bruce, you remember the movie Aliens? Yeah, the one back in the the Uh, 80s with Sigourney Weaver? Well, you've heard of it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, now they, they're rebranding this on a lot of their movies in there because, you know, times have changed and we have people's feelings to consider. You know, we, we've got to We've got to take people's thoughts and and their views into consideration because it's a different world now, isn't it, Bruce? Right? New normal. Yeah. You, you, heard, you mm, heard that? Yeah. Yeah. New mm-hmm. normal. They didn't mean that about a pandemic. They meant that about nonsense like this. So you pull up on Sky Movies, right? Sky Cinema. You pull it up. What comes up? You say, oh, well, you know, I'd kind of like to go back and watch the movie Alien with Sigourney Weaver from 1986. This is what you get for the description of the film. You know how you click on a film or you highlight over a film or something. It shows you basically what the movie's about, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. This is what it says. This film has outdated attitudes, language and cultural depictions, which may cause offense today. A sci-fi sequel starring Sigourney Weaver contains violence. 1986. Outdated Um, attitudes.
1: Go go ahead. Are are we not adults? No. when you go no. and watch a movie, like you, you tend to look at the rating or, or basic reviews or basic, or at least I do, and kind of have a basic idea of what I'm getting myself into before I watch it. You know, if I go and choose to watch an ultra violent action movie, I know what I'm getting into. Like, I, I, I don't get it.
0: Well, see, Bruce. The, the thing is, is you, you have to consider people's feelings because, yes, we are children. CNN had a uh, had a special on the other night with the whole cast of Sesame Street. Didn't you see it? Mm. They, they no, were talking about everything that was going
1: the, on. I tend not to watch the Communist News Network. You have to understand
0: that this is the level of mentality that they think the average public is at. That's where they think people are. They're so disconnected, which uh, now I'm not going to say that people aren't because clearly they are in some cases. Case in point, go to Seattle. Right. Perfect example of that. That's what you have in there. That type of attitude, that type of message is being portrayed to people like that. That's not being portrayed to the people that can see through this, that can think critically, that know history, that know trends, that understand geopolitics. They don't count on that wing of society. They've written us off. That's what they've done. And now they promote this kind of nonsense because this tailors to a loud minority that doesn't know anything because they've been brought up in the universities and they have no way of forming an independent thought for themselves. See, the most important thing, as we've said all along from the start of this thing, you must think for yourself. You must learn for yourself, form your own opinion, regardless of whatever that is. doesn't have to necessarily agree with everybody, but it's paramount that you form your own opinion and you can think for yourself, for whatever that might be. Whatever makes the most sense to you is is ultimately what it boils down to, right? Or am I wrong? No, you're right. So even if it's something that goes against someone else that you know or, or family or whatever, they have to be willing to put in the research time themselves and have the desire to do that. If not then if you just follow the television, if you just follow the newspapers, if you follow social media, then that's all you're going to get is just fed opinions, fed talking points. You'll never get a thought for yourself. You watch TV, you watch entertainment, you watch social media, whatever it might be, and you consider that news instead of actually having an opinion that you arrive at yourself, you're given one. These people have these arguments and badgering and and pigeonholing and and everything back and forth on television, but it doesn't actually do any good. Now, it doesn't matter which which network you pick. I don't care. Pick whichever one you want. The formats are all the same. It doesn't matter. It's a so-called expert. It's the host. It's one or two other people on a panel. They come in. They have the discussion about not really anything that's of any substance. They don't really drill down into anything. They just kind of scratch the surface on one thing here, one thing there. And then at the end of it, you're left with this opinion. Now, it's an opinion that you yourself didn't arrive at. And, you know, you didn't come up with that. You didn't form that thought for yourself. It was just given to you. It was presented to you. And so now you take that thought and you base your actions, your decisions, your preferences around that. And it's something that you didn't arrive at. This in turn changes your character based on something that you didn't form yourself. This is how mass manipulation works. That that's just where that's just where I'm at on it. But this idea that we're changing all this stuff and we're saying, "Oh, well there's going to be a, a a trigger warning for this." And you know, just grow up. Right, grow up, think for yourself. Think for yourself whatever that might be. You know, I've never wanted to tell anyone how to think and I never want to. That's not my job to tell someone how to think. It's my job to help someone to help themselves learn how to think because they've either forgotten or they don't know how. That's all. If you want to call that an agenda, well, then so be it. Go ahead. But I'm all about the individual thought. Bruce, you're all about the individual thought, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. all about you as the individual, thinking for yourself, making the best decision of what you think is the best choice in life for you. Not for the group, not for, you know, whatever, not, not for this, not, not for that, for you. It's all about you. Sorry, this is turning into like some motivational thing and it, <laughs> that's not the way I wanted it to go. Anything else you got this morning, Bruce? Yeah, but it's stuff we can talk about later. It's not really for morning show okay uh, well unfortunately yeah do hold that for this afternoon because uh we're gonna have to jump out of here because we're at time i didn't realize how much time i guess i rambled again so thank you for your time this morning bruce if you haven't please give us a follow on parlor uh you can follow me over there at Anderson three you can also follow marty at marty foster we would welcome your feedback if you haven't done so please do check that platform out give us a follow over there love to hear from you so thank you to all the listeners for all these topics and more please check us out later on this afternoon and i hope everyone has a great morning